Welcome to Friday. I want to tell you real quick. uh, Let me just give you a quick history lesson, if you don't mind, if I may. Uh, Back long time ago, your dog's great, 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 great grandfather was a wolf. And back then, wolves ate other animals and people that just couldn't run fast enough, uh, both of which were chock full of all the nutrients that that, you know, old timey dog needed to live a happy and healthy life. Now, your dog probably is not eating small children, slow runners or other animals. Um, your dog is probably eating kibble food uh, out of a bag. And uh, quite honestly, I mean, think of what we've done to the dog culture. We've just raped it. Anyway, that food is sterilized. And now because, you know, their food doesn't have the nutrients that comes from slow humans, uh, your dog is suffering right now. May I suggest either start feeding, you know, slow humans to your dog or I think you should go the way of Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a supplement that you sprinkle on top of your dog's food. It is filled with the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. Everything that your dog needs to live a happy and healthier life. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out right now. Just uh, pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday, which means the one, the only Bill O'Reilly for the full hour. As Larry King used to say, we begin in 60 seconds. So I'm wearing a T-shirt today from the the Nazarene fund. It says, uh, love thy neighbor. And and I you know, generally agree with that. I mean, Jesus had some pretty good ideas, you know, good safety tips there. But what if your neighbor is Bill O'Reilly and you're like, I, I have got to move away. You want somebody that can get the most money, somebody that can keep it on the, you know, QT that Bill O'Reilly lives in the neighborhood and, uh, and can get you out of that neighborhood and into a neighborhood where, you know, people like me live you know just do the right thing you need a great real estate agent for your next real estate transaction whether you're selling a home and moving across the street or across the country we have you covered wherever you may be it's real estate agents i people who think like you do people who think like i do and people that know bill o'reilly is a troublemaker in the neighborhood it's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. What a surprise. I didn't see it coming. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said those things. Bill O'Reilly joins us now. Hello, Bill. Do I get a piece of that? You know, if you're the real estate agent, you're going to be prospering all over the country <laughs> using me as the poster no, board no. for moving away. Don't I get a piece no. of that? 
Yeah. No, because <laughs> no, it's just common sense, Bill. Um, so it. what is the big story of the week? Well, it's the January 6th hearing as far as uh, the populist story is concerned last night. But uh, the Kavanaugh intrusion where this loon shows up in a taxi cab uh, armed and then says he was going to kill Justice Kavanaugh. I mean, that's pretty close to January 6th. So I think maybe it's a tie this week. Okay. Well, let's start. Let's start with the January 6th thing. Let's just get this over with. All right. What'd you think? Uh, I didn't hear anything new. Did you or Stu? Did you guys get any new out of that? Nope. Nope. Okay. So uh, let's run down what we know. Liz Cheney hates Trump. Liz Cheney is a (gasps) deceiver. Uh, She reads a quote from Trump, but she leaves out the last line, which says, go home in peace. Leaves that out. What? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Yeah. So she's a deceiver. All new. Go ahead. No. All new stuff. I don't think Americans really saw any of that coming. And they also pointed out that there was a riot on January 6th. Yes. There was yes. nothing new here, Bill. You know, that's the point. So I watched a little bit of it, and then I had my staff take over, and I read all the wires. And the big headline, the big headline, Trump said maybe hanging Mike Pence was good. (laughs) I mean, if you know Donald Trump as I do, he says stuff like that all the time. It's called <laughs> That was not the defense I expected, actually. Yeah, no, no. He thought, he said, but you know what? It's true. Yeah, he doesn't yes, have a sense. it's sensor. true. So he was mad at Pence yeah. because Pence wouldn't do what he wanted and not certify the election. So some people were chanting, hang Mike Pence. And then Trump turns around to whoever and says, yeah, that might not be a bad idea. He didn't mean it. He says stuff like that all the time. So did Harry Truman. <laughs> oh, and that's the headline. Oh, Trump wanted to hang Mike Pence. So it's wow. now <laughs> into the absurd, right? But it's serious yeah. because all of these people on the committee, and they all hate Trump. Was there anybody who just dislikes him? They all hate him. And the networks Mm -hmm. collude to put on this thing when they know they didn't have anything. They didn't have a thing. All right. In order to take Trump off the board for running for president again. That's what this was all about or is all about. Okay. So, so, Bill, let me let me ask you, I mean, because you've been around, you were there for the you know, hearings on the assassination of uh, of Lincoln. And so you've seen this a lot. Have you have you ever seen something produced like this? This was an ABC television producer. And they produced it for the hype. Yeah, right. I work for ABC as a correspondent, as you know. I worked for ABC as a correspondent under Rune Arledge. Maybe remember that name. That was the golden time yes. of ABC. Jennings was the anchor. O'Reilly was one of their top correspondents. 
and we reported the news in a fair way. Was there a liberal culture? Yes. Was it crazy intrusive like it is now? No. So a former ABC president, James Golston, produces this dog and pony show. What does that tell you? What does that tell you, Michael? To use a quote from The Godfather, what does that tell you? Tells me the rebels can win. Um, so if you don't get it now, you're never going to get it. And I'm talking directly to your listeners, Beck. If you don't get what this is now, you're never going to get it because it is a contrived thing. But there are important elements to what we saw last night, if you would like to know them. Yes, go. So there are some on the right that are diminishing the riot at the Capitol. And that is not good. And the testimony of Caroline mm-hmm. Edwards, a Capitol police officer, was very compelling. And you can tell that 18 months after this, that woman is still deeply affected by what she went through because she was on the front lines of those people who were out of control storming the Capitol. That was the most important takeaway for me of the whole night. That this was a very serious act, and it should not be diminished in so, any way. But wait a minute. Right. So, but Bill, that's not something you discovered last night, or I discovered last night. No. 90, I would say, I would say 90, let's, let's speak over generous to the other side. 90% of Americans. I don't care what walk of life you were when you saw that on January 6th, we all were lockstep going, this is a horror show. This has got to be stopped right now. So this is not a new thing. What, no, the, what and, they're trying to do. I were there. You and I absolutely were there because I remember talking to you about it. So you and I were mm-hmm. simpatico on this. This can't happen in America. And there's no justification or rationalization for it. But there are people and commentators on radio and television who have tried to diminish its importance by saying, what about the riots after George Floyd? And when I hear that, I go, no. The riots after George Floyd. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I don't I don't I don't I think you're misinterpreting that because I will say the riots of BLM and I don't mean like, hey, you know, this wasn't uh, this wasn't uh, as bad as that, although it wasn't uh, financially, et cetera, et cetera. It's still in the very, very bad category that BLM riots were in. The, no question. What I, when I say that, I don't I don't tr- dismissing no, back, January 6th as a very big deal. You don't. I, have I'm to saying that. Look, that. you 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 don't have to explain that. That was self-evident well, when you said it. You don't have to explain that. But yeah, but you, you were saying that, that when you hear people, s- you know, no, there I, are I, commentators. I think, no, no, wait, wait, that wait. Are, that are trying to take the horror away somewhat by pointing to another horror, and I don't think that's right. That's the only point I'm making. The horror of the George so, I, wait, Floyd riots. No, it's it's not the same, Bill, because what what people are saying is there is no justice. I wanted that stopped, and I want the people on January 6th to pay the price, not overpay, but not underpay. Right. Uh, when you look at the BLM riots, the the 
political people in the Democratic Party, including our vice president, bailed those people out and out. made excuses. So when I say, Absolutely. yeah, but what about BLM? I'm saying equal justice. That's what I'm saying. And, and that is absolutely right. But that's not my point. My point is that some commentators are using the George Floyd horror to diminish the horror at the Capitol. And you know that's happening. You have heard it. Yeah. So commentators like you and me who are honest are saying to the American people, neither situation is acceptable. And then there are problems right. on both sides. The lack of enforcement during the Floyd riots was a scandal. A scandal. That was a local state issue. The over-enforcement in some areas of the Capitol was a scandal as well. They're two different things. And I'll say the same thing. The, the left thinks that Donald Trump, and I do too, that Donald Trump's response on that day was despicable. Despicable, despicable, despicable. I disagree he with you. diminished it. I disagree with you. Oh. I know what happened. No, no, you're going to like this. Beck, you're going to like this. I know exactly what happened because I have excellent sources who are on the scene in the White House when that was happening. And I have talked to them independently, and therefore the information that I've compiled, where I'm going to write a column about on Sunday on BillOReilly.com, to me is as honest as it's going to get. So what happened that day was that Donald Trump, and to this day, sincerely believes that that election was fraudulent. That's what the man believes. I agree. Okay? He has a I right that. to that belief. He has a right to believe that if he wants mm -hmm. to. Now, you don't have to agree with it, mm -hmm. all right? And obviously the courts don't because there's been no successful litigation. So Donald Trump brings in a belief that I got jobbed on the election. A million people show up to agree with him in Washington. He likes those people. Are you with me so far? Mm -hmm. A million people show up. Trump approves of them being in Washington. That is absolutely what happened. Then he gives a speech. And the speech, if you listen to it, does not provoke at all. It says what he believes. I don't think the election was fair. Thank you for agreeing with me. Okay, and let's protest peacefully. He uses the word peacefully, which somehow Liz Cheney right. overlooks. Okay, Then mm -hmm. a, a small segment of the million who are militant crazy loons storm the Capitol. Trump did not know or want that to happen because it hurts Trump if it happens. The problem then came where he didn't know what to do. He's sitting watching the cable coverage of this and the network coverage watching it, and 50 people are yelling at him to do different things. Now, I don't know whether he panicked, but he didn't know what to do. 
because it was his supporters doing this terrible thing. So he froze for an hour and 48 minutes. That was his mistake. He should have immediately went out to the front lawn and said, cease and desist. But he this froze. is why I said that his his behavior for an hour and 46 minutes was despicable. He's oh, the president of the United States. Dis- He's a smart guy. He despicable. knows exactly. Well, I, 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 you okay. know, what? I, I just, you know, I know I was, was horrified and everyone I know was horrified. Yeah. Hannity was t- well, was his pundit to Trump. Was, was texting Trump right. and calling, saying, get off your butt and get out there and condemn this. That's what John Hannity was doing, okay? But Trump panicked. Yes. So, yes, that was a severe mistake. But despicable, I wouldn't label it that. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to switch gears to the security of our of our elected officials and the security of our Supreme Court justice. Um, Here's a group of people that will condemn Donald Trump for what he didn't do for an hour and 48 minutes. um, And yet they're doing something much worse because it's not an hour and 48 minutes. It's days and months after we've had a uh, threat on the Supreme Court justices. And then somebody shows up and Nancy Pelosi acts like, oh, yeah, well, we took care of that. No, you only took care of that because he phoned the police himself right. and said, uh, <laughs> I'm worried about my mental health. So right. hang on just a, a second. We're going to go with that. And <laughs> yeah, Bill O'Reilly uh, continues here in just a minute. Stand by first relief factor. Pain is your body's way of letting you know that something is wrong. Most of the time, uh, what it's trying to tell you is you have inflammation in your joints or inflammation somewhere in your body. You can find ways to mask the pain, but that's why ibuprofen is better than pain relievers in many ways because ibuprofen actually reduces the inflammation when it works. For me, it doesn't work. And I've had the hard stuff. I've had the ibuprofen 800. Yeah, I got the prescription. I couldn't just take two of those pills. You know, uh, I had to get the prescription for the heavy stuff. Anyway, um, it it doesn't mask the pain when you come to relief factor. And it works for me where ibuprofen doesn't work because it attacks your inflammation four different ways. That's the key to relief factor. And I never thought that my pain that I was living through uh, before uh, could have ever been caused by anything that relief factor could have helped. I didn't try it. I knew about it for about a year and a half. Never tried it. Didn't have any interest. My wife finally gave me an ultimatum. I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore unless you'll try everything. And I said, honey, ibuprofen doesn't work for me. This is not going to work for me. It has. It's changed my life. It's why this weekend I am going to be at an art gallery again for now the second showing of uh, my art. I couldn't hold a paintbrush in my hand four years ago. Now I can. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, RELIEF. Try the quick start, three-week three quick start trial, 1995. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
The author of the book, Killing the Killers, his latest out now, New York Times bestseller, Bill O'Reilly and BillOReilly.com. So, Bill, let's let's look at what happened with Kavanaugh this week. Yes, uh, troubling situation because Nancy Pelosi has stalled a uh, piece of legislation in the House that would um, apply draconian penalties to people who go to the houses of government officials to demonstrate. And that goes... Okay, let's play asked. a little bit of that audio here. Hang on. Here's the audio from Nancy Pelosi. You said the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. It's protected. The justices are protected. This issue is not about the justice. About, it's about a staff and, and the rest. The justices are protected. You saw the attorney general even double down on that. But this double is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's we, house to try to... We're working together on the bill that the Senate will be able to approve of because that's what... We can pass whatever we want here. We want it to be able to pass the Senate. So I don't know what you're talking about because evidently you haven't seen what the debate is. And not debate, but what the languages there will be a bill but nobody is unbelievable as they are as she's talking about this that she's just trying to make sure that it could get passed in the senate they pass it an outrageous gun bill that is not going to pass the senate anyway bill your thoughts on this (laughs) that's an excellent uh, point beck so they they throw a uh gun bill in they know it's not going to pass the senate but they're not going to you know put in what they believe is necessary to protect Supreme Court justices and other government officials. Come on. You know, this woman, I've said she's evil, and maybe this is overstating it, but I don't think so. Uh, Watching her for decades, I just think she's an evil woman, a woman who is consumed with power, who has no respect for others with whom she disagrees, no respect. What she did to Trump, how she tried to undermine him, the impeachment fiasco. She doesn't care about America. It's all about her power, you know, and it just makes me disgusted. Go ahead. When we come back, um, I'm going to continue the conversation um, on this because it's important. We've got these these, uh, Supreme Court decisions coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's really important. Why are they treating it this way? What's coming next? More with Bill O'Reilly coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. I also want to talk a little bit about the uh, gas price. It is now over $5 a gallon uh, as an average. We just hit another record all-time high in all of history. In the modern world like ours, where cyber criminals are working really hard to overtake your regular, uh, overtake the regular criminals and be the dominant species of knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be really careful. And we're really not. We share our information all the time, and it's not secure online. It's just not. Protection can come in the form of many different things. You can have your bank watch transactions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the ultimate is LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting your life every day. 
Our information is out there, and that's what LifeLock is there for. They can't catch everything, but they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, they have restoration specialists that will work with you to help fix the problem and fix it quickly. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. Lifelock.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, I half agree with Bill O'Reilly on the biggest news stories of the week. Um, January 6th, I don't think, is the one that is penetrating most of, the, uh, uh, most of uh, America. It might do one side or the other. Um, Kavanaugh is a story that should be, logically, all of us should care deeply about that. Uh, and there's one other story. So let me just finish up with uh, with Bill on uh, on Kavanaugh. And then I want to ask him about the other story I think is the biggest of the week. Um, why why are they um, so uh, uninterested in protecting and slowing these people down? Because I don't think it's just about riots, just about marches. Uh, there is no precedent of a Supreme Court justice before something is released being killed. Uh, you have Antonin Scalia who, who died and then his vote didn't count after his death. So we don't know what the precedent would be. Is Are they that nefarious? Well, it's more than nefarious. I mean, these people who are pro-abortion are violent. I mean, a segment of that population is violent. I, you know, the media ignored the firebombing of a clinic in Buffalo this week where 11 right. female medical people were simply advising for free poor women who are pregnant. And part of the agenda they have is adoption, but they also have abortion. Okay, that was firebombed by this Jane outfit, which took credit for it, got no coverage at all. Imagine if a Planned Parenthood clinic was firebombed. It would be front page lead on all the news. Uh, and, And this is what I call the suppression of the news. So there is an element in the pro abortion world that's violent. You know, uh, Biden is screaming white supremacy, white supremacy, extremism, Merrick Garland. Well, is this not extremism? Is this not the same so, thing or worse? So, oh yeah, it's we live in clear. a corrupt country. Uh, let me let me ask you, Bill. Um, uh, the do, why won't they release these things early? They should just release them. That would help. Uh, and the second is. I I believe they know who the mole is and they're not going to do it until the last day of the court if they if they say it out loud. Um, but if they find the mole, they're going to be condemned or they're going to be hired by MSNBC. It'll be the same thing. The people who are appalled by the pro-abortion lobby will celebrate the and I, I would assume there's yeah. going to be an arrest all right, and then the people who like 
the pro-abortion people will condemn it. It's the same thing. And by the way, Liz Cheney last night, just to deviate a little bit um, because we didn't mention this, she's done in Wyoming. You know that. She's through. She's not going to be reelected. Who's going to hire her back? MSNBC, CNN, probably CNN. CNN, CNN. I think that deal's already cut. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, Um, we're living in a corrupt country. You know that. Go ahead. Let me give let me give you the other story that I think is the biggest story, the one that everybody doesn't have to be told by the uh, media what to think. Gas prices now officially over five dollars a gallon. We have blackouts in California. They're up to nine dollars a gallon. The inflation numbers have come out. They're way above expectations. Uh, It is eight point three or sorry, eight point six percent. Uh, But if you look at the shadow stats, the way we used to uh, measure inflation back in the 1980s, that puts us down uh, at inflation of 17 percent. Highest CPI since 1982. Real wages have been down 13 months in a row. And the government is still talking about like an SSI hike. They're talking about giving more money to more people. I mean, what do you do with SSI? You have to keep it, you know, so people don't starve to death. But where is all of this coming from and where are we headed? And Biden goes on Jimmy Kimmel and says the economy is strong, the strongest in the world. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sitting there yeah. going, and then Kimmel goes, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. And the stock market's melting down, Beck. It's melting down. So we are in a catastrophe economically. But it had to happen, Beck. Had to happen. Because this is the death knell of the progressive movement. You are seeing it right now. The Chesa Bodine firing I in San Francisco right. was the first one. But Americans, if you care at all about your family, your children, your security, if you care at all, You've got to know this is the progressive left. They did it. Biden did it. That's it. Putin did not do it. Oh, I'm so angry. So angry. I, I, no, I know. I hope that people hear that message and, and know it. Um, I'll go door you know, to door with big, you, Beck. Uh, you and I will go door I, to I'd door do it. if we have I would to. do it. I would do it, Bill. Um, I tell you, the the, it is the the really the most incredible thing is that they are saying it in elitist groups and they're hinting at it on television. You know, hey, we got to go through this pain to get off of uh, of dirty energy. But it is all coming undone. And and Bill, I just I fear that we are dealing with a cornered animal they know this is falling apart and whoever takes over first of all stop it beck yeah he's gonna go ahead no i i i i worry that let's say that the republicans get in that a they're not smart enough to figure out what's really going on uh the the second thing is he'll start doing it through executive order because he's doing it all through his administration 
Um, and Congress is not going to have the guts to cut off the money. I hope they do. They control the purse strings and start grabbing their power back. Uh, but they're going to do this through executive fiat. And and whoever tries to stop them, these guys have nothing to lose anymore. Nothing. Well, look, it's going to take a while, but people remember the Trump economy. They remember the 1.4% inflation rate under Trump, and now, as you pointed out, it's in the teens. They remember. And you know who's going to lead the way to destroy the progressive movement? Do you know who's going to lead the way? Hispanic voters. Hispanic voters are going to turn en masse against the Democrats because most of Hispanic Americans are hard-working people who are now being put in a ditch because they have to pay three times as much for gas and food. And they know it. I got a guy right now, Beck, cutting my lawn. All right? And he's a hard-working guy. And he's getting hammered. And Hispanic Americans are going to turn against the Democratic Party with a fury that we have never seen. And that is the end of the progressive movement. It's just going to be Cambridge, Massachusetts, Oakland, California. And I, you're right that Biden is so bad, so bad, that it's going to take longer for us to recover. But people are not going yes. to forget. Uh, I will tell you, Bill, that uh, uh, I, I just want to echo your sentiments about um, Hispanics. I had a guy who, when I was redoing my house, he would watch me paint and I would watch him lay floors. And we had this conversation about how every passion really is art form. If you look at what you do as an art form, it's different. And, and he said, I said, I, we can't get people who are Americans to do hard work anymore. And he said, uh, brother, I'm first generation. My son doesn't want to do this. Uh, he said, so it's it's all the same. When you have luxury, they want to go and do something else. That's that's why we need immigration. We need immigration and we need to foster that and we need to foster a work ethic from our children. Um, by the way, it is Father's Day next weekend. Bill O'Reilly has his new book out. I want to give you a chance to plug your new book for Father's Day. Okay, but I want also people to consider your book, Great Reset, and then buy my book, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, and present both books to Dad. Does Dad not deserve... Thank you for that. No, listen. If you go to BillOReilly.com and you buy Killing the Killers from us, we'll give you Killing the Mob free. And this is absolutely true. I told my staff we're doing this because people are getting hammered the cash is tight, so let's make it easier for Father's Day, and that's what Good we're doing. And then if you put the Great Good Reset in there, and this is, this is important, Beck, you give Dad three books. Now, say Dad is annoying, and you don't really want to hear a lot from Dad. <laughs> you give him the three books, and he's so out of the box for two weeks. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It Easy two ways. weeks. Easy two yeah. weeks. Yeah, if you love yeah. Dad, uh, Dad will Dad will like three books. But if you don't love him all that much, Dad will be quiet for a while. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We'll talk again uh, next week, Bill. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me in. Bye. You bet. All right. Uh, let's see. By the way, we have Michael Malice coming up uh, next hour and some other really great stuff that uh, you don't want to miss as we close out the week. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Legacy Box. Legacy Box is, and I, maybe I'm a, I, well, I know I'm a weirdo, but maybe I'm a weirdo dad. I'm at the point in my life where I want to go back and look at some of my family pictures when I was a kid. Um, my my brother's in town, Robert. He's he's like my brother. We grew up together, and uh, we were driving around here uh, yesterday, and we put on Chicago 16, I think. And we were kids and we were listening to that when we were growing up and we hadn't listened to that together for, you know, 40 years. And uh, it was just such a good blast from the past to remember our past and to see how far we've, you know, we've come as people. Uh, I should say as individuals, as people, we kind of suck. Have you seen China lately? Have you seen Congress lately? Seen the White House? Anyway. Legacy box. I want to preserve all of these memories. And what I would give, I have one photo of my great great grandmother who came across the plains in a wagon. And I only have one picture. Can you imagine having video from those past generations? It would be incredible. We're the first generation that can now preserve it for all time. Go to Legacy Box. They'll, they'll digitize 19 different types of media from VHS to Super 8, everything in between. They, it's very safe. You send them the originals. They send them back to you. It's all done here in America. Legacy Box has a Father's Day event that is happening right now. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. You're going to save 50%. Now, you don't have to send it in right away. You get the box and you've already paid for it. So you get a 50% discount. Then get together as a family and go through those items. It's fantastic. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. 50% off now. Let your dad know his legacy will live on years to come and for generations. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I was just telling Stu off the air, I'm a next event guy. I, I can't... I can't look at my schedule more than what's coming up next, or I just get overwhelmed. And uh, I told him just finishing that, I realized I'm an hour away before my next event is uh, the art show this weekend in Park City at Park City Fine Art. And uh, I just got butterflies. I just got the same feeling I had last year. Jeez, I don't know if anybody is coming and, <laughs> you know, is any of this stuff going to sell? And it's just, yeah. it's it's so weird to be um to do something that you're not known for doing and you're you know i'm by far 
not the most talented artist that will mm-hmm. be there mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yep. 100%. I don't think I need that. Definitely from you. agree. And with Stu you on will that. be there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thing, Glenn. You, you wonder if anyone's going to come and you know I will be there. And that's, you know, really what friends are for. When you are feeling stress and tension and you're nervous about something big and important in your life, you want to have someone like me there to make sure I can comfort you and and make you feel as as good as possible and about what's mock gonna- me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know what's coming, Stu. We've worked together for 20, what, 25 years. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I know exactly what you're going to bring to the event. I don't know. And that's know why you're, you're not going into the gallery. I'm not. Oh, well, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> I'll be lucky if anyone walks through the front door after you've been there. I think it's going to be, it's, I'm actually really excited. I've never seen one of your shows like this before. I am really excited to see it. And I know that, you know, these are, these paintings and unfortunately you actually have become a really good painter which is annoying to me because i'd much rather mock you for being terrible at it (laughs) but but the these things have become very uh, you know they're very valuable and they go for these high prices not everyone can afford them though i know you have some options for people to get prints and stuff of them but it's like what's interesting about this is people come in they buy these paintings and then this goes to preserve history you know all the stuff that you wind up showing people uh these documents these paint these paintings that some on the left want to destroy this is how we're preserving them and you know your work is going right so i just i just bought that uh painting of george washington uh, that was up in the Portland Museum. Very, very famous painting by Rembrandt Peel. I bought it to preserve it. Uh, all of the paintings, if all of them sold this weekend, won't cover that one artifact. Uh, and that's what funds these, and along with the money that my wife yells at me about. Uh, so help us preserve American history.